When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Well, hockey season is so close to making its return. Last night, for those who enjoy the NFL, we were treated to a really good game between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs, but for some, me included, It just made me wish and hope for the start of the NHL season, which is coming up in just over a month. But you do not have to wait that long to see players in Pittsburgh Penguins uniforms take the ice against other teams. In fact, Penguins prospects are going to be in game action one week from today against the Boston Bruins. That'll kick off a three-game weekend in the annual Prospects Challenge held up in Buffalo, New York. The reason I bring this up today, of course, Penguins released the roster. They're going to have seven, or sorry, excuse me, 27, not 17, 27 prospects on that roster, including two former first-rounders in Sam Poulin from the 2019 NHL Draft, and of course this year's first-round pick, Braden Yeager. So with those two, let's start there. Obviously, they're the headline attraction if you're going to watch any of the games that end up getting streamed. We're, we're not sure which games are going to be streamed as of right now, but if you're going to watch them, if you're going to follow along with them, those are obviously the two names that stand out. Jaeger, this is going to be his first opportunity to play for the Penguins because he's practiced a couple times. He attended rookie camp right after the NHL draft, but this is going to be the first opportunity to put on the Penguin emblem and represent the team in actual hockey games outside of just practice it's likely that he gets sent back this season to the whl to play for the moose jaw warriors so the question then becomes what type of impression is he gonna leave during his first rookie development camp which is the week leading up to the prospect challenge and his first training camp because when he comes back from that prospect challenge it's the real deal Obviously, we've seen videos from multiple different outlets that are at UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex. I've seen DK Pittsburgh Sports is up there. Pittsburgh Hockey Now is up there. And they're getting videos of the NHL players that are already back and on the ice in voluntary workouts. When Jaeger comes back from that prospect challenge, the rubber meets the road. Organized team activities with the big guns. What type of impression is he going to leave? Not just on general manager and president of hockey operations, Kyle Dubas, but the coaching staff, Mike Sullivan, even J.D. Forrest, who's going to be the AHL coach that I'm assuming Braden Yeager is going to play for at some point, but also potentially his future teammates. I don't know what his timeline is going to end up being, but you'd have to imagine that he might have some overlap with Sidney Crosby, with 
Chris Letang, who has five years remaining on his current contract with Tristan Jari, who just signed that five-year contract, Ryan Graves, potentially Eric Carlson, if Jaeger can make it in the next four years. So what type of impression is he going to be able to leave on all of these guys, as well as the fan base? Because there's a lot of pressure that comes with being a first-round pick, in particular for an organization that doesn't have all that many over the past decade. All three of the Penguins' first-round picks that they've had since 2015? I'm trying to think. I know 2014 they drafted Kasperi Kapanen, and he was in the news for other reasons. But I'm thinking Sam Poulin, who we'll get to in a minute, from 2019. Owen Pickering, who we'll talk about as well in this episode, from 2022. And Braden Yeager from 2023. That's that's really it. Those are the only first-round picks in the organization that aren't Sidney freaking Crosby. So... It's going to be important that he leaves a good impression on everybody. So we'll see what he's able to do with his first opportunity in front of Pittsburgh Penguins fans. And of course, like I mentioned, the big guns. Sam Poulin's an interesting case. First participated in the Prospect Challenge four years ago, back in 2019, obviously a couple months after he was drafted by the Penguins. This is going to be his third time suiting up for the Penguins in this event. And he's entering the final year of his current contract. It's going to be an important year for Sam Poulin. Last year, he got to the NHL. He made his NHL debut, played in three games for the Penguins, and then took some time away. We've talked about that multiple different times. He took some time away for himself, which is great for Sam Poulin, the person. And that is what's most important. But Sam Poulin, the player, they put him behind the eight ball a little bit. We'll see where he's at in his development. He might not be behind the eight ball. Who, who do... What do we know? Maybe he comes out and he's better than ever. He played a couple of games for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins at the end of last season, and then it was summer break. All signs were, yeah, he was a step behind, but you would be too if you took that much time away and tried to play a professional sport. So we'll see what he's able to do in the prospect challenge up in Buffalo. He's obviously going to be the leader of that team. He is probably the most experienced of that team, and... Really, this year, the question is going to be, can he make it back to the NHL, and can he stick this time? He had a cup of coffee last season. He has a lot of talent, and here's the thing that I like about Sam Poulin. It's not just, hey, he can score goals. He's great down low. He's become a grinder in the Penguins organization, and if he can get to that game, maybe, just maybe, I know the Penguins brought in Lars Eller for the express purpose of playing third-line center, but wouldn't it be nice to be able to push Eller down to the fourth line and let a young guy like Sam Poulin take over? Now, Poulin has to go out there and prove it. That's the biggest thing. He has to go out there and earn that role. He has to jump Nolachari in the depth chart. He has to jump Lars Eller in the depth chart. But that's the type of expectation. That's the ceiling for Sam Poulin this season. Can he get to it? That's going to be the storyline from now until April. We're going to have to keep an eye on it, and it all starts in Buffalo next week. It all starts at the Prospect Challenge. Another first-rounder that I want to mention is Owen Pickering. This came as a shock to, to me, to a couple of the, the individuals that I reached out to once this roster came out. Owen Pickering is not expected to play at all next weekend with an undisclosed injury. Now, if this sounds like deja vu, it's, it's not, I promise you that. He missed rookie camp and this prospect challenge, 
and the early portion of Penguins training camp last season with an upper body injury. He did go on to play 61 games for the WHL Swift Current Broncos. He scored 45 points in those 61 games, nine of them goals, 36 assists, and he's still 19 years old. So I, when I say what I say next, I, I want it to be prefaced by he's still 19 years old and he had a pretty successful season last season for the Swift Current Broncos. I'd like to see the kid play in Pittsburgh with some of the prospects that he could potentially be playing with in the future at the NHL level. I don't know if that's too much to ask. Obviously, he's injured. He can't do anything about that. But it is aggravating because you want to see, especially with a first-round pick, especially with a guy that the one question was, hey, he's six foot four, but he needs to fill that frame out. Injuries, the same time of the year, second year in a row. It's not a red flag, but it's certainly not a great sign for Owen Pickering. And again, it's not the end of the world. He's 19 years old. He has a lot of development left to go. But it's just a little aggravating that the guy's not going to be available once again. I'm sure it's aggravating for him too. I'm sure he wants to play. So I'm probably not saying anything that he's not thinking. And I'm not trying to say this as an attack on the guy. I'm just saying it is upsetting. It's disappointing that we won't get to see him participate with Sam Poulin and Braden Yeager next week. Currently, he's on a three-year entry-level contract with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Last year, he had a slide year, so it didn't count towards his three-year ELC. This year, we'll see what he's able to do. He did come up late last season and play a couple games for the AHL Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins following the WHL season. So something to monitor. Hopefully he's, you know, able to get back on the ice and we get to see him uh, during training camp with the Pittsburgh Penguins. A couple other intriguing names to keep an eye out for before we say goodbye for the week. Lucas Vedkovsky. I talked about him a lot last year during training camp. I'm going to talk about him again because he's only 21 years old and he is a supremely talented forward. Now, can he put it all together is the question. But the raw talent is there. The raw scoring talent is there. He's a little undersized, but he is coming off of his first pro season with the Penguins organization. Played for the AHL's Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins last year. In 47 games, he was able to score 15 points, including three goals. So what does he do in the jump from year one to year two? Right? That's... The two jumps that I really watch out for with some of these prospects, and by no means am I a prospect guru, but what I look out for in the basics is, what is your first year if you're a European player, and we'll talk about a European player coming over here in a minute. If you're a European player, what does your first year look like coming to North America and playing in that style of game? And along the same lines, if you're a juniors player in the CHL up in Canada or even with the U.S. National Development Program, and you go to the AHL and you play professional hockey for the first year. What does that look like? And then the second one is the jump from year one to year two. What lessons did you take from that first season at professional hockey? What can you learn from that? And how do you implement that in year two? That's where Lucas Svedkovsky's at. And that's one thing that I'm going to keep my eye on going forward. The other player and the last player I'll talk about that was on that roster when the Penguins announced it about one o'clock this afternoon Yo Blunkfist. This is going to be somebody 
to really keep your eyes on this season, right? Because, let's be honest, he is the top goaltending prospect for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I don't know much about the kid in Russia. I think it's Sergei Murashev. I don't know much about him. So I, I, I don't, I say that, you know, again, as a, as a prerequisite to what I'm about to say. It feels like Blomqvist is the Penguins' really only hope of having a future starter in the prospect pipeline right now. Taylor Gauthier, okay, right? We thought Philip Lindbergh was going to be better. It it didn't turn out to go all that well, and he left the organization. But Joel Blomqvist, or Joel Blomqvist, is the guy. We're going to watch him this season at the Prospect Challenge, and also, because he signed his three-year ELC this spring when he came over to play one game with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, we're likely going to get to see him play and spend the season this year in North America with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. It's something that he told Taylor Haas of DK Pittsburgh Sports that he is definitely interested in. And again, same reporting from Taylor Haas. It seems like the organization is interested in having him here in North America. So... Again, the two jumps. I talked about it with Spetkovsky. Spetkovsky's on year two. What do you learn from year one to year two in North American professional hockey? Joel Blomqvist is in year one. What does it look like when you first step on the ice for an extended period of time in professional hockey on North American ice? He was in professional hockey in Finland. This is a bit of a difference. So we'll get to see what Joel Blomqvist is able to do. He is the top goaltending prospect for the Pittsburgh Penguins, so something to definitely keep an eye on. It's going to be fun. Hockey is so close to being back. Next week, we'll actually have organized team activities from the Pittsburgh Penguins with their prospects, getting them ready for this prospect challenge. And the following week after that, it's training camp, guys. Circle the calendars. September 21st, first day of organized practices for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A couple days later, September 24th, split squad scrimmage with the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's so close, I can almost taste it, guys. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins. Make sure you subscribe, share, like, comment. I love the comments section. You guys have such spirited debates in the comments. I love going in and reading it. And I also love that, you know, we're just, at the end of the day, we're all ready for hockey to be back. Uh, also, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast from. Same thing. Subscribe, share, download, all the fun stuff. Rate and review if you don't mind as well. But that's going to do it for this one. We'll see you guys next week.